Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. We continue along Beis Hashem here in our Hachzeik Limud. Now we're going to learn Mishnah Yud Aleph and Yud Beis. Avtal Yenoimer, Chachomim, Hizoru B'Devreichem. All those who are teachers, those who are Rebbeim, those who are giving over the Torah. Be careful, scrutinize what you say. Shema Tachoivu, Choivaz Golos. Maybe you'll have to go elsewhere. You can end up in a place which you're unfamiliar with the students that tell me them over there. This is how Rabbi Yoyin is going to explain. Says Rabbi We have Rabbi Omer Alevi, and some do have that version. Most of the printings of Rabbi Yoyin have actually Rabbi Moshe, which is the Rambam. And that uh, would be more correct, I believe, because even though Rabbeinu Meir Levi was the Rebbe of the Ramban, the famous Yad Ramah, most notably on Mesekta Sanhedrin, and it could be that's who Rabbeinu is quoting, but we've seen other times that Rabbeinu quotes the Ramban, and here the Ramban does bring this explanation in his Pirish on the Mishnah here in Ovis. So he says the Ramban says a very good shot here, the Ramban calls above his Eitzah Mishnah, the Pirushav, in his explanation of this Mishnah Derech Nochoin, which is, Hizoro B'Devreichem, Levar D'Vreichem, explain your words carefully. In order you don't leave any room for the heretics to be able to misconstrue your words and use them in a way of their own understanding, their own agenda. Now, even though you know you're Talmudim who are sitting in front of you and you know that they are honest, and they're going to listen and understand your words in the way you mean it. However, maybe this Rebbe is going to have to be exiled somewhere else. He may have to move elsewhere. To the evil waters, meaning to say the Mokam Aminim, to place where there are heretics, and you don't know, you're unaware of that. And these people want to explain and interpret the Torah not like the correct meaning. And they're going to pull out, try to pull out from your words, things that are not really within your words, but they can be misconstrued and misinterpreted that way. And therefore, the Rebbe must be careful and absolutely clear in his giving over of the Torah. Because once the heretics hear this and explain it in their way, then the next Tommy, the next generation, they're going to hear these words, not understand it properly, and they're going to say, what's the pshat? So these meaning will feed them the wrong pshat. They're going to listen to the words of these heretics, who are explaining you, the Rebbe's words, based on their interpretation. And these new Talmudim, these new Talmudim will think, well, he's coming from such a great person who we know about and who uh, has already a name, a reputation. Must be this is right. Meanwhile, the heretics have taken it and misinterpreted it for their own way of learning. In the end, they're going to die seemingly prematurely. Either there will be chil Hashem in the fact that they died early, or could be as its own pshat that there'll be a chil Hashem in a, in a foreign and an uncorrect pshat being circulated. And many Mepharshim explain that this certainly has to be the context of what Rabbi Yoyna and the Ramamir is explaining in this Mishnah, that Avtalian saw 
that there was a sad story in history that after Antigonus Shishsechai taught his Talmidim, two of them being Tzodok Ubaisus, Altiu Kavodim Amishamshinus Rav Abnastik Abopras. And Tzodok Ubaisus went out of this. How could that be? Serve somebody without even expecting any payment? Does anybody serve somebody and work for free? Work without having, getting payment at the end of the day, at the end of the work? That's impossible. And they went out and started teaching different things. And like some Mephoshim explained, their Talmidim, therefore, were taught the wrong thing. And it ended up becoming the whole movement of the Tzedukim and the Baisusim, who indeed were Minim, were heretics, and misinterpreted the Torah, didn't believe in a lot of Teresha Balpeh, and that's what happened. And because of that, Avtalian is teaching, be careful in what you say, because even though the Talmidim in front of you, you know where they are. And they will take your word and understand it properly. But you may go elsewhere where you're not aware of these Talmidim. This is Mishnah Yud Aleph, let's move on now to Mishnah Yud Beis. Hillel v'shamay, kiblu mehem. They were makabal the Messiah, meshmayivav talyim there to rebeim. Hillel oimer. This is the first of many statements that we're going to learn from Hillel. Hillel oimer. Hevei mitamidiv shalah harim. You can be from the students of Aaron. We can never learn directly from Aaron, but one who follows in the ways of Aaron, Akoyen, could be considered as if he's a Talmud, as if he learned in the yeshiva of Aaron, Akoyen. What did he do, Aaron? First of all, Oyev Shalom, Veroidev Shalom. He loved peace, and more than that, he pursued peace. And that's what Rabbi Yen explains. Rotsalem. Sheyehoyev Belibay, a person has to believe in his heart and love in his heart. He has to love with with a with a realness, with a passion. Emes v'hasholim. He has to he has to appreciate and love truth and peace. Now, why truth and peace? He just has to love peace. So it's explained that just to love peace is not enough because a person has to know what's the right approach to get peace. Emes is first. First, you have to know what's the right way. What are we trying to go for? What's the goal? As the famous Rashi and Parshas Pinchas, when Pinchas was Bekani as Kenosi, he was zealous on behalf of Hashem. And what did he do? He killed Zimri and he killed Cosby. And he was given the brach of Sholem. So we see what he did was not only a courageous and heroic act, but it was a Misa of Sholem. Because a person is paid Mida Kenegad Mida. This is the way the Briskarov explained the name of his father, Abchayim that he was paying Mida Kenegad Mida. And here we see it has to be Emes. And Rashi over there says, where did he get this from? The Shvatim was saying, oh, he got this from his grandfather Yisrael, who was Mefatim, Agolam Labaydezer, who fattened calves by Baydezer. The Torah says, no, this Pinchas ben Elozer ben Aaron, he got this from Aaron. In other words, he got this Mida from Aaron, who was an Oyev Sholem, Vredev Sholem. But when a person knows what the Emes is, sometimes the Emes calls for using force, using kanos. And indeed, Hashem says, you are Heshem as Hamasi Yisrael. You restored, you subdued my anger from Klal Yisrael. You stopped the Magay for the plague. Indeed, you created Sholem. He created Sholem by using kanos. So the first of that person has to know Emes and then Sholem. Now here, what is Oyev and Roidev? Not only is it enough to really want it and love it, but to actualize that and proactively pursue peace. People who truly want everyone to get along, they truly want a peaceful 
a situation a that amongst people, amongst communities, amongst factions. Oh, there should be just be peace. But they won't exert themselves. They won't be proactive in getting that peace made. So they're not really going on that path of Shalom, which was exemplified by Aaron HaKoyim. But those who take action, and they're able to bring peace, bring harmony amongst people, and they enjoy doing that, they are indeed the Talmidim of Aaron Commission. It's not enough just to seek peace, but that's the higher calling. Chase after it. Get involved, if you can, to make peace. As we know famously from Dovester Abnasin, that's what Aaron Akayin did when he heard that there were two people in a feud. He would go to one of them and he would say, you know, I heard from your friend that he says that he hurt your feelings and he feels so bad about it. And he would wish, wish that the, the relationship would be repaired. And then he would go over to the other friend and he would say the same thing. Even though that wasn't 100% the facts of the case, but Emes doesn't always mean to say the facts. As Rav Desla writes in Michtam Emes means to say what you're supposed to say. And in that case, that's what Aaron Akun was supposed to say in order to bring about peace. Okay, let's move on. A second trait of Aaron was he loved people and by loving them and because he loved them, he brought them not only closer to Torah, but in Rabbi Yoyna's explanation, he brought them back to Torah. When he sensed about a person, he felt this person was a balaveira. But he was a balaveira, not doing Averis unabashedly. He wasn't just doing it openly. But he obviously was self-conscious about it. He didn't do it in private because his Yetzirah got a hold of him. So what would Aaron do? He would go over to him. He would nonchalantly connect with this person and befriend him. And he would show that he's a friend of this person. Now this person, the sinner, he starts thinking about himself. Aaron is a friend of mine. If he would know the, the ill thoughts of my mind, would he even want to become a friend of mine? Would he want to associate with me? It must be that in his eyes, I must be considered a good person, someone who does mitzvahs. But if he would know what I really think about doing and what my thoughts lead me to do sometimes in, in private, he would distance himself from me. He would have nothing to do with a wicked person like me. Because of these thoughts, he would say, but... This is really a person who sincerely wants to do good. And Aaron knew that. And this is such a tremendous lesson for Rebbeim and teachers and parents. Sometimes better not to confront the child or the student who you know may be doing something wrong. Don't confront them head on. Sometimes do it in a roundabout way, in a subtle way like Aaron. And this brought the person to realize if Aaron thinks of me in a better light, so maybe I should think of myself, my own self-worth, in a better light. Maybe I'm not such a rush, rush on, 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 after all. Maybe I am a better person than I thought I was. 
And this would bring a hero tshuva to the person. So he would regret his bad doings, umahar tshuva, and indeed he would come to thoughts of tshuva. This would be the way that this person came back to do tshuva. This is said about Aaron Akoin, it could be said the Pasuk. With ways of peace and straightness, he went with me. And because of that, many people he brought back from the path of sin. What a wonderful trait of Aaron Akoin, bringing about peace and bringing people back to tshuva. And if a person does that, Hillel says he could be mitamidov shal Aaron, kol tuv. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.